everybody welcome to the magi podcast that was a long pause i'm devin this is jack, Mer- jack. yo 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 and then we uh yeah. we got our boy uh we got a special guest here uh as us a handsome fox if you will his name very is, handsome his name is wyatt <laughs> what uh what is good it's good to be back it, it feels like it's been a while but uh yeah, what's what's up, everybody? I, I'll I'll start with our opening question. My question that I was really like, I was like, I wanted to ask this for a while, just because of Christmas and the last podcast and the episode before. We is this Christmas on the mind? And I know Christmas is over, but you know, it's we can bring it back a little bit. Like my my question is, what is one tradition that your family has um, that you've like done? like pretty much all your life that might be a little different or like, like, like that you regularly do or annually do with your family. Um, Cause I have a few of those that I do do with my family. Um, and what mine is, is, well, we don't do it anymore. Unfortunately, I kind of miss it a lot, but we used to celebrate Chinese new year. Um, Ooh, when is, is that? It's in February. I think don't quote me on that. Um, I'll look I'm it up, not I'll a look bad it. Chinese person. Chinese new year is, on um uh i'm not a bad i got you i'll look it up while you continue your story february february 1st it is on february 1st i'm good i'm good um so he knew because my because i am chinese obviously our viewers can't see that (laughs) i haven't really thought about that but um what we would do is we would celebrate chinese new year so we'd order like chinatown which is a restaurant in my town um, we would get like, like different like drums and like little instruments. We were, we were all kids at the time, um, pick, giving a picture an idea for this. Um, so I was like ten probably and like bolo. Um, but we'd have a bunch of the neighbors come over. We'd have Chinese food. Sometimes my mom would make like lo mein, and my dad would make fried rice, and we just invite everybody. Um, and we'd have food. We just have like games that we played. Sometimes we use the Wii um and like also at one point we bought like the um, do you guys know the lions from like like in chinatown like the dancing like there's like these big like puppets that people stand inside and like their legs those are lions so we we had a little one just like that and like all all the kids would get inside this little one and we'd all do like a parade around the house um and like it would sounded awful, but <laughs> really cool. Um, and so that's a tradition that we did for a long time. And honestly, I kind of want to keep doing that with like my family is like celebrating Chinese New Year because it's like, you know, celebrating your culture kind of thing. But I don't know if you guys had any weird traditions or anything like that you think of. Mm, not that I know of. I mean, not anything really different. Uh, we recently started to do a uh stocking stuffer on christmas eve we all go to walmart or something Mm -hmm. and everybody gets a name you draw a name for somebody else in the family and you have to spend like ten dollars and go get stuff for them in the store while they're doing the same thing for somebody else but you can't let them see what you get Uh and so you gotta like try to hide your stuff and then when we go home, you got to wait until people go to bed or something or when. Oh, you're not like, allowed to see it. Yeah, until, you're not allowed to see it until, until Christmas morning. And so oh, you like. That's kind of stressful. <laughs> you, you, it's, like, it's like a stealth mission. You got to wait for the person 
you gotta wait for the person to go to bed or uh-huh. something or wake up really early in the morning or whatever uh-huh. and then go put stuff in their stocking mm-hmm. and then run away so that they don't see you <laughs> that's <very> what interesting. <laughs> that sounds really complicated my mom used to just buy a bunch of candy and stuff to put in all the stockings and then she didn't want to do it anymore so she made everybody so she else made do everybody it because else she didn't feel like doing it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had to get away with putting the stuff in the stocking oh my goodness. without the other person knowing. And then on Christmas morning, you go look at your stocking and you open and take all the stuff out. And then, the, and then at the end, you reveal like who had who, who put the stuff in whose stocking. Mm-hmm. It's usually small things like it has to add up to ten dollars. Yeah, so like candy, um, like little a whoopee cushion. Yeah, little funny, <laughs> little funny things. Literally, like just something, <laughs> some kind of funny little. I don't know. That's actually really cool. That's a, that's a good idea. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I it's really like a fun that. thing to do with stockings instead of just being like cool. Uh, another thing here's to open. gum and chocolate and yeah, and the a nose clincher. I love my stockings, bro. <laughs> I do like what's in the stocking usually. It's pretty good. Usually. Some people don't really do anything with stockings. What? Yeah, like I know nothing? some families, they just, like, use it as decorations and that's it. Ew! I always <laughs> had stuff in my stocking. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> Jock, I don't know if you had a tradition that you could think of. I only have one. Every time this question gets proposed... I can only think of one that might constitute as a tradition. I've talked about it a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could guess, but it's the fried dough. <laughs> fried <laughs> We're dough. back to the fried dough, episode two and three. It's <laughs> really a problem. I keep bringing it up, but once we get through this holiday season, it won't be a thing anymore. Unless it will. I don't know. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, I just mean, like, bringing it up again. Oh. <laughs> People might want this story to die. I want to try this fried dough one. (laughs) Dude, I'm going to make it soon. It is really, it was, it's really good. It's good. But that's like the closest thing to a tradition. Outside of the classics, you know. What about um, that trip you do every year? I feel like that's kind of like a tradition, right? I don't know. What trip? On the boat? Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's new. I don't actually do it. Like, it, it, so basically, I remember we weren't, we weren't huge, like, when I was a kid, we did a couple little holiday vacations. Like one year, we did a whole ski trip for a week, lived in a condo that was on the mountain. And there was like an indoor-outdoor pool, and you could ski in and ski out of your lodge. Dude, it was a vibe and a half. But those were like, those were very sporadic throughout my childhood. And then one, like after a long couple of years of not having like huge family vacations, I'm sure we did small things here and there. And you know, it's always great to be local too. Uh, we went on my parents surprised my brother and I uh, with a trip to the British Virgin Islands, Whoa. and we were on a boat for. Yep, and then, yeah, it was it was great. It was around January uh, that we actually ended up going, so it was kind of near Christmas, that like classic holiday vacation. But it was great because it was in the middle of the winter. Yeah. Wait, what did I say? Wait, what did you say? Classic <laughs> holiday vacation. Classic pirate vacation. He said pirate Captain vacation. Jack. Oh, anyway, Captain oh, Jack. Well, that's the thing. That's part of it. Uh, 
it was a really cool trip. We went to, we went on a, we lived on a boat uh, with a captain who actually taught us and cert- signed off for us to be certified uh, on a certain tier. So we became official captains, technically skippers, I think, but at, they, they basically both mean captain. I was curious about that, actually. But it was, yeah, it was really awesome. Uh, it was actually to help them take a step towards their dream of living on a boat, which, long story short, they actually do live on a boat now, for anybody who does not know. That's so cool. Which is super cool. And that's a whole story in and of itself. Maybe we'll have to, like, get them on the podcast to share their perspectives Ooh, on that. Cool. But, anyway, so then, after we went one year, I was like, wow, that was incredible. So happy I can check that off my bucket list because I'll probably never do it again. And then fast forward another year, and there I was. It was February, and my parents were like, we're going to go get a boat, and we want you to come with us because we need help. (laughs) And so I was once again back in the British Virgin Islands, and now this year I won't be going back there, but we're highly likely going to the Bahamas. So. Dude, join me. It's kind of lit. Would you guys like you guys stopped in ports and stuff? I'm, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. So the way, do we cook? Yeah, on the boat. Yeah, on the boat. There's a whole kitchen. There's a stove. There's a, a work a running sink, and well, that's pretty much it. But yeah, and they're like with countertops and stuff. It's it's the boat. It's crazy. There's three bedrooms. What? Yep. This sounds like a yacht, Jack. Yeah, this is basically <laughs> a private yacht in the Bahamas. It's Christmas time. Oh, we just casually go out every year on the yacht. You know, exactly. it's just a what boat. Heck, uh, I call it hey, a boat. No. Humble. It's a, it's a boat. That's no, it's 40 feet by 22 feet, if you can picture that in your head. I don't know if you guys are good. Space. Are you guys good at predicting space? No. Like, no. Okay. So when you look at a couch, at like a, a used couch door... Do you think you'd be able to tell if it would fit or not? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think I'm actually... I do think Without I'm measuring? I think I'm pretty good at it. I can try. I might be like a couple inches off, though. Do you know who's phenomenal at that kind of stuff? Who? He's not here right now, once again. But Andrew. Andrew here. He's really good at it. Andrew, like, you better get on the next podcast, expecting. brother. Yeah, where the heck's right. my boy Andrew? Not even a complete Yo. podcast, bro. Wow. Exactly, we're missing, missing one of the magi, one of the wise men. Anyway. We're missing our brother, <laughs> but so yeah, so that's not technically a tradition, but it is something that I will be doing consistently. It's like my big time to visit my family, especially while I'm in school. Maybe. My brother and I will be going out there. It'd be really nice. That's true. I want to know. Oh, oh ahead, sorry. Shoot, shoot. No, you go. <laughs> I was just asking about your story. You like jumped right to why, but I wanted to ask about the lion. Do they do they play instruments in it? Is that why it sounded bad? I'm like you said, it didn't sound great. Well, because it's a bunch of like four year olds with like plastic drums and like a, a trumpet. <laughs> oh, so you guys were drumming, <laughs> drumming and making. That's so awesome. No, it was cool. It was fun. It was fun. But I'd imagine Dude. if you were an adult, it's like. You know, you know, like you see your yeah. kid doing something, yeah. and it's like they like, 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 let's say they went to class and they had to draw something for the day, yeah. and then they draw like, it's you, daddy, and it's like <laughs> a big round circle, and like you look fat, and you're just like, 
oh, that's nice. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of emotion I'm thinking of with the kids walking around on Chinese New Year banging their jaws. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> the neighbors are looking out their windows like, what the heck? <laughs> What, what, what is going on in there? <laughs> I think we should all try it one day. Me, you. I'd be down. I want to, so one of the biggest things. <laughs> like, I, want, I want to do it because I really want to get tied back into like kind of like my, the China, like my Chinese like background. Like there's a lot of Me dishes, too. dishes from like my parents. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> you, want, you want to get into my Chinese dishes? <laughs> Your Chinese background. I want to get into it. Well. But yeah, like my 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 dad is Chinese. He's Indian, and then He's from Jamaica. He was born Montego Bay in Jamaica. Um, and then my mom. Wait. she's white. <laughs> Could you repeat that sentence? You said your dad's. Yep. Hold on, your dad's Chinese. Say it again. Okay. India, Jamaica. Yeah. So he's. <laughs> His dad is 100% Chinese, and his mom is oh. um, like half Indian and half um, Chinese. But the, the, his parents grew up in Montego Bay, Jamaica, and he was born in there also. So my dad grew up in Jamaica up until he was probably like 13, um, and then he moved to Florida. And I forgot the rest of the story. I'm not really good at piecing it together, but it's all he, good. he went to school. Um, the big, big opportunity, obviously, to be able to move to America. Um, and like he came to, to learn at Florida. Then eventually he went to college and he went to do med school in Canada and then back and forth. And then he ended up in Massachusetts. Um, and he studied the Bible while he was in Florida also um, with his sister. And then he ended up in Massachusetts. And then eventually my mom came in as a visitor. She got baptized. And then the, the rest is kind of history. Obviously, there's probably a way cooler story to that. But I honestly don't really Yo. know. <laughs> so you're first, you're first generation? or se Would we be second generation? Second. I'd be second gen. We're both second gen. Why are you second oh, wait, gen, no, right? Am I first? Because I was born in America. Because my dad wasn't born. Oh, in why was I thinking about? I don't know how it works. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about disciples, but yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you. What the fact that you went into <laughs> no, 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 that also makes sense. See, I'm not. See, I'm clearly like third gen. Okay, then yeah, American, I'm whatever. Second gen disciple. But disciple wise, yeah, yeah second gen. I think that's what a lot we're all of second are. gen. Like we're yeah. like we're kind of really just in the second gen, and like a few other people have kids, but they're like really just like children right now. But there are, yeah. there are some families that have been disciples for a long time. But I would say for our movement, it definitely is like a second gen right now. Yeah. And to imagine, like, hopefully it keeps going. Like the idea. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. That banner's kind of passed down. Obviously, you don't want to force your kids to do anything. But like if they were prayerfully be, eventually become disciples, like generations on generations of your kids being becoming Christians. That's like that's kind of a crazy idea, honestly. It is. It's crazy to think that our our lives as disciples, because we got baptized at a younger age, they don't know what it's like for us. Mm. They, they don't have. But when if we yep. have kids, we'll be able to know if they got baptized at a young age. So that disconnection, and I don't I don't know what impact that has yep. necessarily. And I don't know. I haven't talked. To, I think it's a big impact, honestly. Yeah, like, it could be coming from if you ask anybody who comes from the world, didn't grow up in the church at all, then becomes a disciple. They always 
are like they have vastly different perspe- perspectives. Sorry, yeah. can't say that word right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> compared to somebody who grew up in the church, decided to become a disciple. Yeah. yeah, very different perspectives. So now we're we're just starting, just getting into the waters of the third gen yeah. of disciples, yeah. which is really crazy, really weird. Yeah, that's cool. It's yeah, an interesting. It's a big impact. It'll it create very different dynamics for parent and child relationships. Absolutely. I think. I agree. I agree as well. I'm I'm excited, but it's something that I've thought about more than once before, so I figured I'd bring it up. But anyway, so you're diving back into your old culture. That's something you're seeking after. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I always get excited. I don't have a lot of family background that's very like ethnic. You never know, Jack. Um, <laughs> no, I, well, the thing is, I every time I hear about little like oh, like, your grandparents were, like, mostly, like, Swedish or, like, Scandinavian on my mom's side. And, like, a couple generations, that's where, like, they immigrated to the U.S. Uh-huh. So, like, a, like I'm, like, third gen or something like that. Oh, and so, but when I hear that, and then I get into, like, North, North, Missol- North, North mythology. mythology. Please. It's okay. okay. Um, (laughs) when I get into that, it makes me like super excited, and I feel like a certain connection to it that I think is just because of my like potential like slight I don't know ethnic background. But I'm I'm a I'm a melting pot. (laughs) Right? Because I'm like (laughs) I don't know about Viking blood to be honest. I don't I don't feel like personally like I connect with that, but it's really interesting. It's that whole argument of nature versus nurture too, low key. Mm. Just like being drawn to your culture if that's just in your nat- like mm. in your core nature. Yeah. But I love I love seeing other people's culture and and just the idea of culture in general. Mm. It's it's interesting you bring up that question because obviously like I I pretty much no tie into Jamaica besides my dad and my grandma um like i'm not blood jamaican per se well i am blood jamaican you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's really hard to say like like my my ethnicity is chinese indian and white um like for my well for my blood at least what's what makes up my genetics the majority that is what it is that is where most of it comes from like if you looked at an ancestry.com you get like a whole lot of asia and china and like different parts of europe um, like around England, but like no, really any Jamaica. But at the same time, I really identify with the culture, like because of because of how I grew up, because of like some my the way my dad talks, it, like even around his family when they're together, like he gets an accent, or like my grandma's like amazing Jamaican food, or like just honestly Jamaican like mentality, like language, like. Listening to Bob Marley, listening to Jamaican pop, I definitely like. I identify with the culture, and it's just funny to be able to like to talk to other people who also identify with the culture and to be like, "Hey, like my dad was born in Jamaica, you know what? Like wagwa," <laughs> and and like it's so interesting, you know, like even that like, yeah. idea of nature versus nurture because it's nurture there because that's what I've grown up, that's what I'm kind of used to. 
Um, and I dare very much still absolutely identify. I don't, I guess per personally for myself, I only see myself as myself. I don't really see myself as the, the components I am, or I'm just kind of grateful that I have what I have, but I don't necessarily think of myself as, oh, I'm straight up this or I'm straight up that. It's just interesting. Yeah, I feel that way too. I don't really, I don't feel an identity from a group of people, hmm. but yeah, I don't know. But I've also, I've learned that that's like maybe not the best. Hmm. I don't know. Cause I was studying some scriptures and I was like listening to a sermon and there's this whole idea of collectivism being a part of the Bible hmm. and how we're not supposed to think as an individualist. And I, I think about immediately I jumped to the scripture about being one body. Mm -hmm. And there's the whole scriptures about mourning when someone else mourns or um, like celebrating when somebody celebrates. But then in my, in my core being, like being so much just like I'm me and it's just me and I don't have an identity with a culture. Uh, it's like I don't feel that, that there's also a co-responsibility. Or like, so if this person does something that they shouldn't be doing, I'm also responsible for that, hmm. which is a thought that, that kind of, it always confuses me because I'm like, why would I be responsible for something that I don't really control? But then if we're all one body, you know. Right. That's a tough line to draw between a large group of people sharing the responsibility, your actions are my actions. We're supposed to share mentality, be united in our purposes. And then it comes down to the individual where it's like, I can only control myself and I can't control you. So if you do something wrong, if I have this group mentality that also reflects on me and it's like, wait a minute, I don't want to be responsible for your bad actions or something. And you don't want to be responsible for mine. So like, you know, it, it's tough to like delineate between the appropriateness of like those two different thought processes you're you're right yeah. like as disciples we're like called to think collectively about kind of like what do we reflect as a unit to the rest of the world kind of mm -hmm. like if you that brings up the idea of like factions or like dissension and stuff mm -hmm. like having these separate pockets of people in a church who are like no i don't agree with those the the other people in the church we think this but we're still a part of the same church or something it's like that's confusing why would you not be completely united that's what you should do mm. like for the rest of the world who sees that they're like okay you guys aren't actually a, a group i guess because you're disagreeing with each other or something or you're not actually united in purpose like you're not going to share the responsibility mm. but it, I, it's, it is tough like when do you draw the line between like mm. this is for the whole group this is for just the individual because mm. then you get into like the nitty-gritty of like how do we do specific things like how do we read the bible as a group versus an individual like should that be different when we read it together or separate or like can somebody read the bible in the wrong way or something and in as i guess as a group like should we know how to do that everybody every individual does it 
the same way that the whole group does or something mm. like that's it's it's really detailed really confusing and can get i guess like like the waters get really muddied kind of so it's hard to draw the fine lines yeah i definitely think that in some aspects i feel confident in my answer but in a lot of other aspects surrounding that idea of collectivism versus like maybe individualism or individual responsibility i think there's there's yeah i have a lot of questions so but yeah i don't know that's what that's what culture sometimes people like i guess identifying with culture brings up in my mind right. I, it's, it's multifaceted for sure like even 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 my answer in itself was <laughs> a really really vague blanket you know but what i think is helpful especially when it comes to matters like that like being able to to connect with the idea of like understanding what what am i putting first in the forefront of my mind in my decisions and what i'm doing um for whatever it doesn't even necessarily even it applies to everything like it applies to like what you identify in, in your ethnicity it applies to your like sexuality it applies to what you your hobby like it can be anything but as long as you're making sure that you're like that god needs to be first in all of this and like biblical like you True. know what i'm saying like being able to to put that first and understand like this isn't my pride this isn't necessarily even like me putting that thing on a pedestal kind of thing you like i need to understand that ultimately like i am for god and i am god like i want i have got a kingdom in heaven and ultimately at the end of the day everything else is going to pass away um and being able to connect that because i i know there's a lot of people that are very passionate about the communities that they're they're a part of and that they take practice in but then the question comes up is like how much are you meeting up with these these organizations how much are you thinking about these things versus like how much are you reading your bible i'm i'm challenging myself by the way i'm not saying i'm perfect at this at all like really being able to ask yourself am i actually like putting god first and foremost in the front of my mind is this what takes up my time what what is what am i more likely to to be pulled towards and make decisions about um so it's really it really is multifaceted and i definitely don't think there's just a easy in or out um i mean the easy way is to say like to give god the glory and, and trust in him but there's just so yeah. much to it outside of that when it comes to life and what we identify I like as. That's a great, those are great questions. Just like, why? Why do you feel like you need, like, I don't know. I, I like the idea of asking yourself, is this pride, you know, or am, am I seeking God first in this? I feel like that's something that is so such a core idea for me that I would hold on to because it just gives you clarity. I think a lot of times you get so mixed up in it, but then when you ask that question, you really understand the truth of what's going on in your mind, you know, but I love, I love that. Yeah. You know, just bro. Like what am I doing this for God? Or am I doing this for myself? Cause I feel like so often for myself, I feel like I end up thinking it's the right thing until I ask that question. And I realize it is a lot about myself and a lot about how I feel or, you know what i think is right in my own understanding versus like leaning on gods yeah so i think the other great. part that is helpful is the values and the the rules i guess uh are external they're coming from the bible like the fact that the bible is coming from no individual perspective or no individual culture no like mm this is coming from one place and if you don't do it this way you're doing it wrong yeah it's like human definitions of thing yeah. 
all that stuff is external like it's outside of us and it belongs to god and so when we receive it when we decide to do what whatever we're going to do with it it it's a lot easier to be grounded and like have the foundation of this isn't about me and this also isn't about me being against somebody else or some other Mm -hmm. culture or their culture is wrong and we're right yeah or whatever it's like Mm well this is what god said it doesn't have anything to do with any human so we don't have to feel like threatened by somebody else's culture of like oh they're doing it different that means it's bad or or we're doing it some way that is bad i don't know yeah it's external yeah that's true even just the culture of now like, I, and I've just, I've just recently learned this. I'm really grateful for it, how our church kind of really is good at kind of looking at the culture of the time. Cause Eastern, just even the idea of East versus West in mentality of like America as like, I am the individual. I am the person that has to do these things. Like even the way we think about things is very, very different from people at the time. And honestly, a lot of people in like the world, like, it's just so, oh, it's so it's really really cool like to give an example just thinking about like japan and like the mentality that that goes into being born in japan being raised in japan like the values the values in the society you grow up in can drastically be different um and so it's really interesting because the question is like how how do i go about living in this society with these societal norms with these societal values but also being a disciple because then the the struggles are different honestly there's a lot of things that are mentally like different like for us americans it's like being an individual and like being able to for at least personally for me to be like i need to surrender this to god as much as i i want to be the one in control i want to be the one earning the money i want to be the one doing all these things like a lot of eyes um whereas like you think about like the Israelites and it's like, this is very community driven. This is like Israel. Like we are Israel. We are people like there, there isn't necessarily like, I mean, there is still probably the individuality of it. And I, I need to study up on it a bit more. Um, but even in like in Japan, like the idea of individuality, like if you stand out, it's like, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to stand out and be the sore thumb. You're supposed to keep your head down. And like, that sounds like a more negative idea, but like there, there is an expectation, um, of the norm in japan and if you step out of it you shouldn't be doing that uh, a uniformity um and i don't think that's necessary i'm not even necessarily saying it's wrong it's just different um it's a very very different mentality or or just the idea of like it's so it's intriguing of of like your respect for somebody else and like the in and the out of of the relationships that are close to you and and uh, it's it's i could go out about it for hours it's so interesting dude it's true and even on like a smaller level i've just i've heard this little like culture thing that's very interesting i think it's uh japanese culture but it's when you slurp your food that that's a compliment to the chef like that one that one tripped me up because i was always told like i remember when i was a kid and i was bored at a, uh, a restaurant or whatever and i drink the water and then i get to the bottom of it and i just start slurping it because i was bored and i just wanted like and i was out of water and my mom would always like tell me to stop because it was like <laughs> gross or like disrespectful in the u.s or like in, in america i guess it's like pretty and I, I don't think that was an uncommon story to be honest um but then I mean, it makes it's a different kind of slurping. I think in a in a restaurant at, in Japan that they're talking about, 
Uh, but just this idea of enjoying your food so much that you're just slurping it down, like gulping it down. And I could see why that would be a compliment. And when someone explained that to me, after like I took my perspective, which was like the the cup story, and then like they had their perspective, which is like, oh, like it's different. It's like this. It was just so crazy to me that once you put a different lens on and you look at something from a different angle, that it could be it could be something beneficial rather than like negative. So, very intriguing. Wyatt, well, I don't know. Did you think of a question yet <laughs> that you wanted to ask? Oh, sure. I have a question. Oh. Um, what'd you guys get for Christmas? <laughs> Ooh. Well, you want to go, Jack, or do you want me to go? Um, what did I get for Christmas? You don't even remember. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just like I'm trying. I know. I three things. All right. Uh, first thing was I got an epic rice cooker that I haven't used yet, but I'm super stoked no, about that. No, no, way. Wait, Jack, okay, Jack. Sorry, wait. Hold on, hold so on. Funny. Okay, this is the weirdest phenomenon that, is that so has crazy. ever happened. Okay, so, so I'm sorry. I have to cut you off really quick. So I got a rice cooker for Christmas. I asked my parents for a rice cooker because we really needed a rice cooker. So then I texted Wyatt and I was like, hey, I got a rice cooker because ours is a little bit old. Um, and I, I, I at least I need a rice cooker for when we move out anyway, because I don't have my own personal rice cooker. Um, so I was really excited to get it. But um, Wyatt text, texted me back and he's like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend also got a rice cooker. And then I was like, what? wait what the heck because i also texted my friend and i said what did you get for christmas and he's like oh yeah i got a rice cooker and somebody ah. else also got a rice cooker it's just a year of rice cookers i don't really know what's going on or if this is bad with like the k-pop dramas and stuff or like everybody's getting a rice cooker and like i'm, I'm not complaining dude Amen. i love k-dramas <laughs> k-dramas are fire bro <laughs> but it's just like it's just so funny that everybody got a rice cooker for Christmas. Because if you're like a 10 year old and you're sitting down and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get my present, yeah! Open up the Wii and play Pokemon. And you open it up, it's a rice cooker. <laughs> that kid's gonna be sad for the rest of his life that he got a rice cooker. But I don't know, it's just so funny that so many people got rice cookers. Anyway, Dude, it's Jack a great Wyatt. gift. It makes me even more excited about my rice cooker to know that so many other people got one too. Hey, if you got a, if you got a, a <laughs> A rice cooker for Christmas. Follow us on the podcast. Facts. Facts. And then if you know a friend that also got a rice cooker, like have them follow us too for no reason other than they got a rice cooker. Um, but I, so that was one of the gifts. Another gift that I really enjoyed uh, was I also, uh, this shirt that I'm wearing, this little like button up green shirt. Uh, my girlfriend got it for me. Uh, super. She was like, I saw this and I just thought you and I felt very encouraged. And then Did you say you almost felt loved? <laughs> That's a strong I did feel I did feel loved, Wyatt. I did feel loved. I did. Okay. <laughs> She's probably gonna hear that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, <laughs> what else? I got oh and then I got this ja I got a puff jacket. You know those classic like down jackets oh i know yeah like thick like the black ones not yeah, a black yeah, yeah. one i have it i have it right over here i can grab it 
it's not no it's not puffy it's a down jacket and so it has like the little sections that are puffy but it's pretty thin actually yeah, yeah. but these things oh my gosh yeah. and i was looking around before christmas i kid you not i kept looking at them and i was like i should get one and those are like the best gifts when you actually get it for Christmas because you know you're hesitant. Mm -hmm. But once you get it as a gift, you're like, this is the best thing ever. I'm so glad that somebody thought the same thing as you and was like, I'm going to get this person. Instead of getting you socks. Yep. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then another. Okay, I got to stop. I can. I could go on and on about that. I feel people just, they just, they gave me very thoughtful gifts. Well, you you can go in, bro. We asked the question. What'd you get? What did I Oh my gosh. Okay, the last one. Hold on. I'm going to grab it. I think if I can reach it. If I can't reach it, I'm not going to grab it. Oh, people aren't going to see this. <laughs> I, I want to show you guys and then I'm going to read the note. So a good friend of mine, Emily Hartman, shout out to her, got me this book. Will it's Smith. the Will Smith. It's the Will Smith autobiography that he wrote. And I watched a little bit of a documentary on it. And I'm super stoked to read it, which if you know me, I'm not a book reader. Uh, and this note will also uh, speak to that. But it says... Also, if you know Jack, he's obsessed with Will Smith. True. Uh, so this I says, Merry... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Merry Christmas, Jack. I know you had that weird obsession with that Will Smith Ooh. documentary. <laughs> so I thought I'd get you his autobiography that goes with it. That's so funny. I don't know if you'll actually read it, but it... At least the cover is cool. <laughs> At least the cover is cool. That's hilarious. And it's like it's like this tie-dye street art sketch of Will Smith's face and it just says yeah. Will on it. It looks cool. And I'm I oh I will tell you more about it probably in the future. I have a feeling <laughs> I'm going to at least read the first chapter. That's usually what I do. Check out the next but episode of the podcast. I got many <laughs> gifts right more? in the future. Is there more? Come on, come on, no, come on. I'm not going to say, I can't say them all, especially in case I miss one. But Ooh, I, I feel bad. yeah. I see, I see, I see, I see. No, and I'm thinking of some even now, so I'm not saying I missed them already, but I'm going to let somebody else go. Well. Um, I got a rice cooker. <laughs> no, I got, I got like, this is like from Japan. Like the brand is like Tiger, like, and the directions have Japanese on that. I'm like, oh, it's, it's white. It's huge. It's got flowers on it. This thing. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, then um, I only got two other gifts, but. That, why do I? I'm not like complaining when I say that. That sounded bad. Um, <laughs> my sister got me a, a Naruto like um, t-shirt or like it's it's a long sleeve. She got me a long sleeve and it has like it has Naruto's eyes, Sasuke's eyes. Um, I think who else? Like Itachi. It has a few of like each of their eyes, kind of like down it like in a row. Um, but it looks so sick. It is so. Wait, is it? Is that it right there? Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm picking it up. Why? What did you get? Uh, I got my brother got me for the Nintendo Switch Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And let me tell you, this game, I know it's been out for like a couple years, but I am blown away by this game. I'm usually not blown away by Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo does like that great of a job. Whoa! Like their games, they hot look take. really good, no, but there a, isn't yeah, a lot take. to do in the game. That's mm. just my opinion on Nintendo games, except for like Mario Odyssey. 
but this game it was like exactly what Zelda needed. Like Zelda is just very formulaic. It's always the same. You know what to expect. This game just like changes the game for Zelda and for Nintendo. Oh snap! Like every game that comes out, every game that has come out after this Zelda game is like just not as good. You're like, what happens? Th- this is the Nintendo Switch. You can do something as amazing as Zelda Breath of the Wild, but it's not. You like, like you compare it all the other games to that game because of how good it is. There are so many things to do. It looks so good. It looks really, really, really good. Like, it's a beautiful game, and they give you a lot of resources to, like, stuff to do in the game, a lot of enemies to fight. It's just, like, automatically one of my favorite games. It's really good. Wow. High praise. That's all you got for Chris? (laughs) (laughs) I got other stuff, too. (laughs) What the heck? Well, you gotta yeah, share got with us stuff. your sweatshirt thing. Was that not the sweatshirt? Ooh, I'm looking at it. It's lots of eyeballs. That's clean, bro. It's very simple, but it's pretty baller. So we got, Naruto, we got Naruto, we got Sasuke, we've got Kakashi, we've got, I think it's Minato, and then we've got Itachi on the top. This is, oh my goodness. That, it is really cool. It is so cool. Like, my sister... Shout out to Danielle. I love you so much. Um, she, if she ever listens to this, that'd be really funny. But um, she's just really good at like you, you, you can tell when somebody's really good at getting gifts because yup, yup. You like you like give them a list of like ideas. So I was like anime, like clothing, like jewelry. But like what I like to do is be vague so that people like like I don't straight up want you to. I mean, not that's it's bad. I don't like I don't want to just straight up send you an Amazon link of what I want. And for for you to buy it for me, like personally, it means so much more to me when a gift is like, even if you like try your best and maybe you miss the mark a little bit, it'll be so much more meaningful to me because I know that you're trying and like you're giving the effort. Um, but that's just me personally. Like some people love to get what they want, um, but I think it's so I think cool. I learned. I th- oh. Yeah, I think it's so cool just when um, it just feels so personalized because I was not seeing this from anywhere. Like I wasn't expecting this at all. And it's just so much more to be like, wow, like she thought of me and like, this is what she like thought in her mind. Like I would enjoy. And like just the mentality of it. It's it's so awesome. So I got the shirt, I got the rice cooker. And then I have a few other shirts that I got from my parents that are really, really nice. Um, And then my other sister has my gift, but she's in Europe, Uh, (laughs) but we'll get it later. Um, But like, yeah, there's pretty. I, I'm, I'm still stoked. I, I only have like, th- stop saying only. I had three gifts, and I'm really excited about all of them. Honestly, it's so awesome. That's great. Uh, what else did I get? I I got a lot of money. Whoa! I got a lot of cash. Whoa! Straight up. Whoa! Hey. It was Are pretty great. Rolling and doling. I am rolling and doling. <laughs> Why needs that cash? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think the people know what's going on in your life, Wyatt. The, oh, true. So what's the most pressing I, thing in your mind recently? Sorry, say that again. I, I was just wondering what's what are some heavy things that have been on your mind recently? Some big events that might be coming. Big ev- yeah, big heavy events. That's the word. Mind. I don't know. Like uh, <laughs> the new Pokemon came out. <laughs> <laughs> this is heavy stuff here. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. I, 
am engaged. Ooh, let's go! Listeners of the podcast don't know I am engaged. I've been engaged. My man's getting bro. married! Whoa! But yeah, I am uh, getting married. Ooh, so, let's uh, go, Wyatt. I've been thinking about all the details of that a lot, so that's then, what I spend most of my time figuring gosh. out. Figuring out the details of the invitation, of the ceremony, of the reception, of the money, all that stuff. Yeah. So, most of my conversations with uh, my fiance are about that stuff too. At least right now, because there's a lot of stuff to figure out. So, but epic. But aside from that, um, I mean, the money is helpful <laughs> yes. for that reason, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just messing with you, Wyatt. We love you. So, but I got um this nice sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now. Oh, an Adidas, Adidas sweatshirt. Yes, yeah, another sweatshirt. Like it. It's cool, and it's warm. Nice. Yeah, my parents got it for me. It's pretty great. My, <laughs> it was just funny. My mom got my brother and me both like a grooming kit, like a like facial. Yeah, like facial hair. Hair, shampoo all, all that kind of stuff yeah. um mm. it was like shampoo hair gel conditioner some other i don't know random things and my brother and i were my mom was like now you can groom yourself better what? and i was like <laughs> mom <laughs> dang my what you trying to say like, wow I, was thinking, bro. I know my brother and i were like what the heck mom <laughs> You don't think we group ourselves? <laughs> yeah. It's like, geez, I guess I'm not. I don't practice personal hygiene enough stinky. for my mom. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what? That's funny. I mean, it was great. It's really nice. It comes with its own like travel bag that's really nice. Oh, it's okay. like, it's high quality. But she was like, yeah, now you can groom yourself better. We're like, okay, thanks, mom. <laughs> that's she was like, dumb. no, I didn't mean it that way. You guys are very clean. We're like, all right, mom. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, it was pretty sweet stuff this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, I I think we could probably do one more question because we're actually kind of nearing the 50-minute mark, and I know y'all got your, your time all you listeners out there um but i'll i'll get i'll give it right now so my <laughs> question is if you could have anybody in the bible be your wingman who would you pick be your wingman be your wingman like you're you're like he's gonna find my honey kind of <laughs> i mean you're gonna get married and you have a girlfriend but this is a hypothetical here um i have an idea already um sticky jonathan <laughs> Jonathan. Dang, you finessed Jonathan, bro. That's the obvious answer. Committed, like David is like one of my favorite characters in the Bible. He is my favorite character in the Bible, besides Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit. But, uh, <laughs> but like, um, honestly, but, but the thing about it is, like, I like because I like David so much. You just knowing a lot of the stories, it's like Jonathan is there. Like, he's here, bro. Like, he's doesn't matter where Dave is going. Like, he's like, I'm following you. I'm here for you, bro. I've got your back. I'm like, we're going into battle. I'm here. I, like, when when you're going to become king, whatever, like, I will step down and let it happen. Like, this, just this real true comrade at arms. Like, 
So you know that Jonathan's got my back when I'm looking for the honeys. Why did I say that like that? <laughs> go, go, go. Do you have an answer? Help me out here. I don't like the way I said that. Come <laughs> on, Jack. You go first. Uh, so I, after you finesse Jonathan, I was trying to think of a couple answers just out of curiosity because it's such a unique question to ask when you're kind of looking into the character of the characters of the Bible. And so for my question, or I mean, for my answer, sorry, I was thinking, oddly enough, well, okay, so this is, this is interesting. Uh, yeah, I, the person that I connect with a lot with the Bible is Saul. And so I was like, I, I feel like a lot of people connect with David. And so from I was like, hmm, maybe like another big figure in the Bible would help me find my answer. Wasn't and so Saul, I thought like, Saul chosen by the people because he was the strongest and most handsome. He was like he was ahead above everybody. He yeah, was he was like well, the most. Amazing I'm not picking Saul. Country. Oh, you're not you, picking Saul. No. Oh, I he's how, you were trying to say you identify with Saul, bro. Gonna pick no, 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 no. Well, no, I cannot. I don't. I didn't know that. Okay. Listen, some of us don't. Some of us have learned that Harry life isn't just about the physical. Okay. <laughs> my my answer to my question, I was thinking Timothy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And that's because Paul, or not Saul, but Paul. Sorry, I didn't mean Saul. Paul. Um, oh, oh you Timothy. No, 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 no. Uh, sorry. Um, Paul. <laughs> okay, okay. Also known as Saul. Confusing. I think yes. Anyway, uh, I was thinking Timothy because he was like Paul's wingman, and or like his like trainee, and he sought he sought him, or the Spirit guided him and led him, I uh, led Paul to Timothy, and so I was like, this man must be of some baller character. So. I don't know. Yeah. It's my answer. At like 21 or whatever. Facts. That's true. What do you think I want to it? Um I I thought of one. I I'm still going to stick with him, but Jack brought up a good point about looking into the character of this character in the okay. Bible. So I was like, oh, I don't know. But I was thinking of Jacob from the Old Testament because Ooh. he is so in love with Rachel that he works for seven years. That's true. And then he doesn't even get to marry her. Mm. Instead, he gets um, Rachel's sister. What's her name? I forget. Leah. Leah. Yeah. Um, he was hungry when I hunted. <laughs> and so, oh. like the bible does such a good has a good description for his feelings that like he's yeah working for seven years and it says to him it seemed like a few days because of how in love he was ah. with her and so i'm like man this guy knows how to love he's like super infatuated so he's going to keep you on point of like, dude, think about how amazing she is. Think I about see, how see, funny see. she is, how yeah. like much she Dang. is, you're like how admirable she is. Like mm. she's totally worth it. All this stuff because he works for a total of 14 years to be yeah. able to marry this girl. Yeah. Um, the only thing is Jacob is not necessarily a great guy no. <laughs> to imitate. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. I was like, Oh, I don't know about that. He kind of like lies and cheats and steals and like <laughs> I don't know. But 
but he knows about those are love. great points. He does. He does. I liked that. That was a good answer, honestly. That makes me think of Joseph too. Mm, Just I, because we we were extrapolating the Christmas story a couple of times uh, for uh, different like sermons or lessons and stuff. And they were just, I remember looking into Joseph's character and just the countless times he was really considerate of everyone except for himself in the circumstances that he was in, especially regarding Mary, um, which makes me think that it wasn't just a betrothed type situation. Like he genuinely did love her. And so he he did certain things like he was going to divorce her quietly, which sounds crazy to me because if you don't know what's up, and you didn't know that it was like the spirit that impregnated her. You're thinking that this girl that you love cheated on you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And so, mm-hmm. to have the respect, or like just the the honorability, yeah. Well, to do it quietly, and, and then he found it out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I just don't know the order of events. Him, like, hey, here's what's happening. He's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Which also though. Like still to just have that humility to okay, I'll accept this baby from the angel from God. <laughs> but it's not even accepting the baby. Like he still needed to have faith in the angel. I don't even know how like it was through a dream. I don't he's just a faithful, honorable, yeah. like loving, yeah. caring and like it was just crazy thinking about Joseph's character. Mm-hmm. So if you're going for like examples of loving Somebody in that sense, like that, that would be another person who's pretty high up there in my mind in terms of like just uncon, like un- r- ridiculous love for for others and especially for his girl. Mm, that, that just made me think of like when we were going to the details of what they would do. It just made me think of Jesus as a wingman, <laughs> and like you're just like hanging out and like he waves his fingers and like flowers start falling down from the sky and like wine appear <laughs> just like and like you just look over and he just winks at you and he puts his thumb on. yo jesus hooks you up with that old, like discount wedding really, bill i really honestly think god does that too like god i feel like god has so much fun with our lives there's just moments where i think uh, True. like 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 one distinct moment I had is just waiting for the bus at UMass for like I think an hour and a half and it never came. So I started walking up the hill and I was crossing the street. Then the bus came by and I was just like I wasn't upset though. I like looked up and I just started laughing and I was like, God, you think this is so funny, don't you? <laughs> and then I just walked up. <laughs> it's just like this moment where you you know that like yeah. God's just he's having a fun time sometimes. Sometimes yeah. he's laughing, sometimes he's crying. Funny. He's just it's just very interesting to, to be able to look in the lens of your life and think about like what what was God thinking in these moments of like what was going on and like the way that he did it. And it's just really, really cool, honestly. And it's really honestly encouraging because it's true. Like he he actively takes participation in 100 percent of our life, 100 percent of the time, as much as we uh, as as that is hard to believe. It's so cool and crazy. It is really cool. But yeah. Um, I think this is a good time to cut off because we're pushing over a little bit. But thanks, you guys, for for listening to the fourth podcast now. Um, I'm so grateful for, again, I'll say it again. Just thank you for joining and listening and just letting us blab. Um, but thank you for listening, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys had some closing remarks. 
yeah, I want to give a shout out to my boy Alonzo. I heard your sad story about Christmas uh, when you were a kid, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I uh, want to shout out my boy Delaney. Go find him on TikTok and uh, tell him to make more videos. And uh, Delaney, you should call me. And um, <laughs> that's it. We should have Delaney as a guest, honestly. But Jack, did you have uh, you want to go? We too? should. Yeah, no, just re repeating what you said. Thank you so much for listening and joining us. I'd love to hear from anyone uh, if they have any uh, recommendations for guests that they'd like to see on the true, podcast. True, true, please. Are people they'd be interested to hear from? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you. Peace out.